Welcome to another episode. Would you like to introduce our topic, Mickey? Today we are talking about breakups 101, everything related to exes, breakups, how to handle them, how to not feel like the world is ending, and kind of our personal opinions on whether you should do no contact, if there's an opportunity to remain friends. Sounds like more than 101. Sounds like 102. 102. Just a disclaimer, we are not relationship experts, experts per se. We don't yes. have any professional professional degrees that would give us any expertise about that. But we have both experienced tough breakups and fortunately come out on the other side. We are now in a happy relationship with each other. Would you say so? Yes. So we can utilize what we did to find such a happy relationship and provide our thoughts about how you go through a breakup and how you find the right relationship. Well, should we jump into some history here? So how many rough breakups would you say you've gone through? Like ones that really like shook up I your think life. the first breakup is always the hard breakup. The first love? There's some articles about this, right? I think it's yes. the one where you're most naive and you have the biggest hope going into the relationship and you've never experienced something so nearly much. as painful. And then I think probably two or three tough breakups. Wow, that's a lot. Thanks. <laughs> How many have you gone through? Two, I, three, five, ten? I am a serial monogamist, so I went through two breakups. The first one, I feel like I mentally broke up with him much earlier than the actual breakup happened, and so that one did not feel hard to me at all. When everybody was like, oh, breakups are so tough, like I'm having such a hard time, and my friends would be crying, and I would try my best to console them but I could never understand this idea what exactly was so hard and when I went through my second breakup it finally hit me I finally understood what the heck everyone was talking about a little bit off topic here but what kind of music do you listen to with your breakup oh I listen to like really sad melancholy music a lot of Asian mellow music like Jay Chow JJ Lin that kind of vibe what about you I listen to like Taylor Swift oh I listen to a lot of Taylor Swift too there's a Taylor Swift song for every occasion in life there's also Taylor Swift <laughs> lyrics that encapsulates your mood yes, for every occasion so that you can use them for subtle jabs on oh Instagram captions if you want to go back to Mickey's Instagram profile <laughs> and look at some of her more cryptic captions. stories and they're probably Taylor Swift lyrics. They're probably, probably still mean, there. They probably mean something to someone. Someone out there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if you felt this way, but to me, it felt like a crippling pain. Physically, my heart hurt and emotionally very broken. When you first kind of go through that, all I wanted to do was just cry. Randomly throughout the day, you just start crying. Did you have the same experience? I think the same emotional feelings, okay. as you said. But there's also the more practical aspect of it. To one extent is that you imagine a future with this person right. right and so you're like all some of your plans are like oh my gosh this your doesn't plans work. are ruined but the breakup is not like it happened in one day it happens over yeah. a course of weeks months or if someone breaks up with you and you don't know it's coming then you really need to think about if you understand what's actually going on whoa sometimes people are just horrible people though i guess sometimes but people are really blindsided first in general time, there should be some signs yeah, when the breakup happens or whatever it shouldn't be the first time that you guys had had a discussion yeah. about it in general unless you thought the other person was perfect there's definitely <laughs> things where you'll be like oh i'm relieved and right? it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt 
hurt. But if you think about it practically, obviously there are pros and cons to almost every breakup. I think it's really normal, especially initially when you break up. I think you should let yourself be really emotional. And if you want to cry, cry. You shouldn't suppress your feelings. I think one of the worst things you can do is to not address those feelings and then have them come up later on (laughs) down the line. I agree. Did you cry during your breakups? Yeah. Like a, a tear or like... No, like some real cries. It's, I think it's good to get out. Audible crying? Not necessarily audible. A lot of fluid. Are you crying by yourself in your room or... Probably. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a hug. I feel bad. It seems so sad. Do you know why your nose drips when you cry? Go ahead, doctor. Do you know why your nose cries as well? Why? Because you have this duct here that drains your tears normally and it goes underneath into your nose. So your tears drain actually mm-hmm. through your nose. So your tears are just coming out of your nose. <gasps> My nose is crying. Your nose is a passage way for the tears that from your eyeballs the snot is way less cute i have to admit it's the tears is really cute until the snot comes the and then snot it's like is not very aesthetic. satisfying though no it's when you're just getting that <gasps> that's messed up that feels bad that's when mean. you have that and when other people have that it's so bad i think there are two types of people through a breakup there's the person who parties first and then feels sad later on and then there's the person who feels sad first and then parties later on and i feel like usually in a relationship one is one and the other is the other do you think most breakups are mutual or do you think it's usually driven by one person i don't think you can make any generalizations i think breakups are so unique in their nature what do you think about no contact after a breakup basically what a breakup is is you envisioned in a lot of cases the rest of your life with this person and suddenly that kind of dream and hope is shattered now you have to live on without this person being your significant other yeah i think it depends on situations have you ever done no contact yeah and was it painful were you waiting for a text or no i think it's harder for a first couple days but if you just do it for like a couple weeks i think it's much easier it's doing cold turkey quitting you spend a significant amount of time with this other person so you have to you know quickly fill the void in some ways and yeah depending on how you fill that void and to do it in a healthy way. You can probably do a lot of work for yourself in, in the cold turkey quitting method. Kevin's like, let me hit the gym. A lot of self-growth happens, I think, after, after breakups. the after the breakups. Because what is a breakup? What what do you have to do? You have to evaluate yourself, the other person, how you match together. So if the other person doesn't exist, you've already evaluated yourself with the other person. You can spend some time evaluating yourself and then figuring yeah. out what you need to change or do to make yourself happy. No contact, huh? So th- one of my breakups, we broke up and I literally never spoke to him ever again and the other one you still kind of talk to the other one we're still friends that one was certainly much harder i think when you don't do no contact inevitably you have the anticipation that like oh what if they contact me like will they contact me so then you're kind of waiting around and that's not really healthy and every time you break no contact you are reminded of them and what they meant to you even if you don't think you're thinking about it it's in your subconscious i think it can be really challenging but again really depends on what your relationship was with this person even before you dated while you dated but i think it's healthy to take a break or certainly a big step back i think one thing if the breakup is more on the amicable side if you're able to talk about the terms of the breakup is to talk about whether you guys would like to keep talking versus not talking because if one person's under the impression (laughs) in that pact where you, you discuss that we shouldn't talk to each other for a month but 
you didn't have those conversation and one person keeps talking to the other, then you still might yeah. have, you know, it's confusing for both parties, That's right? That's true. So I think it's important if you have the opportunity to discuss it in the breakup, I don't think there's a right or wrong way of doing that. I think you can still talk to them and it's probably be okay. End up Ooh, I feel like it's hard. I feel like hard? you really shouldn't. What's your thought on getting closure? Let's say you broke up, but there were still things that you feel like were left unsaid. What's your opinion? Trying like, to kind of like why, why did you break up with me? Or like just things that you wanted the other person to know, even if you are going your separate ways. I personally feel like you should get closure and you should say whatever the heck you want to say, even if they don't respond, because you will have emptied your baggage. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And at least you tried or whatever. I'm not sure. You've never needed closure. <laughs> I mean, I think you talk about it during the breakup. And if somebody doesn't want to share in that, then <laughs> I mean, unless you broke up where the other person was just like, see ya, you have right. to talk about these things. No, but things come up. Feelings come up afterwards. Oh, I don't know if it's worth it sometimes unless the other person is asking for it. Another really helpful thing, I think, is to just write it down in your own journal or in like a notes app. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be conveyed to that person. Whether it's your journal or your notes app or whatever, you don't have to give it to that person. It's probably better if you don't. But those feelings should go somewhere. Well, yeah. So you don't make the same mistake again. Also, along the same veins, do you want to forgive or do you want to forget about this person? Do you want to go through the stages of grief first? The stages of grief? Let's give a brief overview because the stages of grief is something that I think a lot of healthcare professionals learn in school with relation to losing a loved one, but in the same way when you go through a breakup. Well, the stages aren't necessarily linear in that you can fall back and forth between them, but it's important to recognize where you are at and understand why it is you are doing some of the actions that you are doing. Yeah. So stage one is denial. And I think this is a stage where you're not necessarily in denial of the breakup, but you're in denial of some of the things that maybe went on your relationship. And a lot of times I feel like when you go through a breakup, you become very clouded and you are in denial of some of the negative characteristics that they had or some of the positive characteristics that I had. You become very polarized in your about view. It's not also about the other person. It's also about yourself. Like a lot of people are like, I'm fine. You can be in denial about a lot of things. People <laughs> just tend to take that defensive stand yeah. because we don't like to feel vulnerable or a lot of people in general don't like to feel like they're struggling. I think this is definitely the unhealthiest of the stages. So the mm-hmm. one thing that you can do is recognize that you're actually having feelings of denial. Yeah. And having that recognition, you might not necessarily change what you're doing, but to understand that some of your actions may be from this denial aspect. Number two is anger. I think this one's fun. Mickey would agree. this one's real fun. This one's fun. It's good to get out there and go to a rage room if you need to. Mickey and I went to one. We didn't break up for the record. It was just for fun. We went to a room where, you know, they had like a windshield and a bunch of bottles set up and you had like a baseball bat or something. You can break. Break all the them. stuff in there. It wasn't too... It wasn't uh, as satisfying as I thought it was going to be. It was kind be. of dangerous, to be honest. I, I agree. I was, but you know what? If I had that while I was going through the breakup, maybe I would have felt differently. I don't know. You get angry at yourself because I think sometimes you can blame yourself or like, why was I so dumb to stay in this situation? Yeah, I think there's good anger and then there's bad anger. There's bad anger where you end up using physical anger, yelling at people and doing all sorts of things. But there's also positive anger where you become angry at yourself or some of the situations and you can channel that anger is like a lot of energy that you can put towards something. Number three, we have bargaining. This is a fun one. I feel like I bargained a lot. Even though we broke up, if he texts me, then it'll be a sign that XYZ or the reason he's not doing this for me is because XYZ. Like 
like excusing other people's actions and basically asking for a sign from the heavens. But I think this is a little bit more, it's getting to a point where you're recognizing that things didn't go right. You're taking a step back and trying to meet stuff in the middle. It's a stage that is still not quite healthy, but you also, again, should realize if you're bargaining. Um, Do you feel like you bargained? Don't. Kevin's Probably, yeah. superhuman. He skips some of the stages of well, grief. Well, you recognize these things. I feel like denial is a probably the biggest stage i would get stuck at where i'm like i'm fine i'll just like cover these things up with the rest of the busy things in my life and not think about it and then catches up with you a little bit i don't know bargaining a lot of people this becoming very unhealthy right like their previous breakup becomes part of their identity and they're using the characteristics from the previous relationship to kind of use that as a way of defining some of the actions that they're currently making next up we have depression this is when i think everything all the feelings catches up to you and and your heart hurts and you just feel really sad. And this is perfectly normal, normal. for a period of time. Yeah. Like if it lasts more than you know a month or two, then it might actually be something you should talk to someone about. I think but, you should get all the yeah. help you need. Like get your friends on board. If you need therapy, go see a therapist. Talk to people about it. Mm -hmm. Like don't go through it alone yeah. because I think that's the worst thing you can do. And talking to other people who've like gone through the same situations and come out on the other side and hearing their insight and a lot of the times I feel like friends can talk some sense into you like, oh, they weren't even that good. What are you even defending yeah, you, them for? You messed you know? up. They can either justify or point out things that you did wrong. It's or... more objective. And then finally, we have acceptance. It's not like that happens. Acceptance happens suddenly one day, right? I think like, that it comes in waves. Like it'll continue to hit you and kind of go away. There will be days that you finally stop thinking about it. And then randomly you hear a song or you see something on the street and it'll remind you of them. But when you are accepting of that situation it's far less like sharp pain and more like dull pain well i think it's kind of like a threshold right your threshold for emotions and other things get picked up let me ask you fresh out of breakup you like see your ex post on social media a picture of them with another female or something like fresh like, like we fresh, just like a couple up? weeks that would be pretty sad right but if they post one now it's different right yeah something hits you like your ex is oh they're engaged or getting married you might have like a bigger reaction action right so totally. it just depends on the sorts of things that That's come off true. Yeah, right? i think it is a threshold there's different levels of acceptances speaking of that what's your opinion on social media after a breakup do you unfollow do you block do you keep them on the page if we broke up do you have to remove everything of me then you have like no posts left <gasps> you're savage i'm just i'm just making a joke what do you think people should do with their social media with respect to the other if person? you're talking about posts i would would definitely well if i don't see myself getting back together with a person i would definitely delete the post or not delete them i would archive them what's, kevin if you don't know the what, archive function the is where only you can see it nobody else can see it and you could technically put it back on your feed i feel like i've seen those where before the actual breakup happens people, people are, are like archiving. this is for like the celebrities out there they're like looking on this post and they're like wait what happened to all the pictures of yeah, person yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. like gone i don't know how i feel about deleting everything. what's your opinion on still following the 
person though because you'll still see their stories and see their posts and I know you haven't gone through a breakup recently so you, you have to kind of think about the Gen Z I don't know I feel like it's rude to unfollow them and stuff but... would you watch all their stories like when you see their little ring pop up would you click it I mean if it shows up I think there's a curiosity to, to do that so I would probably put myself in a situation where I wouldn't get to those situations right so I think so you can mute a person so you can mute their oh, stories and so their many, posts so you never get like this is getting them. too complicated I think it's okay to just take a break from them like um, block them or? yeah but I, I probably wouldn't remove posts so like, if we broke up you would keep all the pictures still on your feed probably maybe <laughs> remove like a couple of them oh my god I can't relate why what is the point of removing you just don't want to look at it <laughs> actually you know what all those posts are being monetized I get paid per view so I'll probably keep them up oh my gosh <laughs> what if I tell you to remove them that's fine I would remove them what's remove the reason for removing them I think there's a couple of reasons I can think about it think depends the... how sour the breakup I think was. like what if you want to move to a new relationship yes okay like what for... a big red flag to have a bunch of pictures is it a red flag? Another... Yes, okay. it's a huge red flag. There should not be pictures other than like with your sister. What if sister? it's like Photoshop? There's like pictures where it's clearly there's another person there, but it's gone. <sighs> I don't know. I think you should block them, but it would be difficult for me to pull that trigger. But what I would do is I would mute their stories and mute their posts, but I can't deny that I would also probably go to their page and would try to see what they're Would you continue doing. to post directly after a breakup though? I think you should take a break from social media, Have you media, seen right? this theory? So, girl, Girls will ramp up their posting schedule oh once they go gosh. through a breakup and guys will decrease their posting schedule. Do I even have a posting schedule? Even if I'm not having a good time, I'm going to at least pretend like I'm having a good time. Really? 100%. That, I feel like that's a little bit unhealthy. Oh, it's totally unhealthy. But what is the theory behind you putting up the pretense that you're doing okay? Do you feel like you need to win a game in the breakup? A little bit. Why do you feel that way? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This is quickly becoming a therapy session. What? I think this is like the case for a lot of people but mm -hmm. i don't know if this is just healthy thinking or stupid thinking or unreasonable <laughs> thinking but like it's not a competition about who does better after the breakup is it not though <laughs> but but what if you just don't what if what if we just don't post anything there's nothing to win or lose do you just you win? automatically lose do you automatically, <laughs> automatically lose? lose or do you feel like the other person's like what the hell they're not posting anything i can't see anything wouldn't that make them more frustrated yeah for sure oh. what are you trying to accomplish you're just trying to show you're i mean to i think another part of it is putting yourself back out there like letting people letting the backup options know you are single now no, let's talk about this <laughs> backup options <laughs> what does that mean for you i mean there are just people in your life who you could be dating them but you're not dating them but maybe if the right opportunity came up and things align things could work interesting right? that's a lot of thinking that I... I don't even think i consider them until like the breakup has happened and then i'm like oh yeah like, i am friends with this person i guess technically do you have a them. list a no he's backup list not a running list <laughs> what is that what does a running list mean? No, I uh, don't have a list. A walking list. <laughs> you don't have a running list? You don't have anyone on your list? No. Anybody in your personal life where you're like, oh, if things didn't work out? Not really. Not a single person? I don't think so. You've never thought about it? Mm, not really. I don't You're just you. too perfect. If I, I lose you. you, then the world will end. Do you think that you ever stop loving somebody that you once loved and then broke up with? Yeah. So would you say you don't love any of your exes anymore? I mean, it's a cop out answer but it depends on what your definition of love is i don't think you 
still love them. I have love for them. I'm not in love with them, but I have. I don't think love it's love. It's it's more like you you had a connection with this person. Like you're more. They were like an care. important part of your life. Yeah. yeah. Like if randomly out of the blue that one of my exes texted me that they needed help with something, I'm more inclined to help them than like a stranger, a, <laughs> acquaintance friend. or a friend, right? Like more history with this yeah. person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think contrary to popular beliefs, your exes are a representation of people that you dated, right? So I am not a fan of people who just bash their exes because that's a little like bit you unhealthy. you chose that person. Yeah, if you have a bunch of bad exes, a reflection of not just those people, but yourself. Interesting right? take. Yeah, I don't think Kevin yeah. has really ever said anything negative about your exes. Other than that, it didn't work out. Well, obviously. I've talked negative about myself. I think I have reflections. Like, oh, I've messed this up or like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like right? within the relationships, yeah. you mean? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if that's just being too naive. What's your opinion on dating after a breakup? Is there a time period where you should not date? How long does that look like? I think I I have a pretty pessimistic view after a breakup. I'm all about that self-growth. So like at the beginning, I was like, every day I spent with this person, I'm going to take one day for myself and grow. That's kind of unrealistic. That's not realistic if you are a woman in her childbearing years. I I think it's good to take a break because you need to figure out yourself. It's also unfair for the other person. Oh, the new person you mean? The new person. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need, if it was a serious relationship, and again, talking about a lot of women can mentally or men too like mentally break up with someone long before you actually do the actual breakup like i think three solid months minimum of like recovery six to err on the side of caution but there's no rule book to life like you might just meet somebody at some time i think it's totally okay to go on dates i think there's something really powerful and still flattering about knowing that you can still get yourself out there that there are still people who are interested in you like the world isn't coming to an end you you have options there are plenty of fish in the sea right i think it just depends on your personality and how fast or how slow you move but timing is so important yeah timing is just so hard sometimes to get two people who like each other to have the time to be in a relationship together so like you can't really control that if it happens if a new relationship or opportunity comes up and it's early or if nothing happens for six months that's also totally normal you can't force things do you think right person wrong time is a thing yeah have you ever been in that situation i mean we almost were like that right like our timing is probably not the not the best but yeah wasn't the best but it made it kind of easier but also if the timing wasn't what it was we would have never dated because you're not also the same person like the person that mickey fell in love with i wasn't me like that a couple years ago right yeah like it took a couple of other things for me to be where i am to be who you are today yeah i don't really believe in this the soulmate concept i think there are also multiple people that you probably end up being with that you could be happy with there's not just one person on the planet that's like statistically i don't believe in a single singular soulmate but i believe in the concept of a soulmate i do think there are people who you just click with that your soul is almost tied to in a way that feels so different than your relationships with other people and it doesn't even have to be romantic like i think there are friendship soulmates platonic soulmates you don't agree with that you don't feel like that (laughs) i don't know i think there are people that you get along with a lot better than other people and you know that pretty early on Mm -hmm. but i don't think so because you only meet so many people in your life it just doesn't make sense what if your soulmate isn't like that's the thing there's so many people in the world like what if if your soulmate is a random person in like south africa i'm not saying you only have one soulmate but i'm just saying what a special coincidence for you to have met somebody who you have a special connection with i don't feel like i'm your soulmate 
I no feel like uh, he declines to comment. <laughs> Any other questions? I don't think so, but I think people who are asking Mickey or whoever those questions about what should I do with a breakup, we're, we don't have any extra. Like, you're going through a tough time with yeah. people who are reaching out on social media and you're asking people for help. And I think it's a good thing that you're asking people for advice. You're reaching out, and that yeah. is one of the good steps in trying to figure out how to feel better. There is no like secret formula. There's a lot of things that you can do and some of them are more good and some of them more bad. Something that really helped me was I read a lot of books and I listened to a lot of music, listened to a lot of podcasts, talked to my friends about it. Like you should do all the things. But the one quote that I read that really like changed my mindset was that while you're going through the breakup, it'll often feel like nothing is getting better and it just feels crappy. And you'll wake up the next morning and you'll wonder why it still feels that way. And it said healing happens slowly and then all at once. A lot of the time, it feels really slow in the beginning and it feels like very little is changing, but slowly but surely, like one day you'll wake up and you'll realize that you are worth so much more than that and you can get through this and there are other better things to life to focus on. That is very beautifully said. To all the brokenhearted people out there listening. We feel you. It's hard. It is not easy. You can do it. Yeah, you'll get through it. All right, with that somber note, Please tune in to next week's show. Hopefully on a more uplifting note next week. (laughs) Hopefully by the time that our next episode is out that you'll have tried some things. Some things will have worked. Some things will have not worked. And we're always open to feedback. Our DMs are open. Feel free to message us. Leave us a comment. Let's do a quick summary. Number one, breakups are very hard and that's very normal. Number two, you should... Use all the resources that you can. Do all the things you want to do, even the things you couldn't do in your relationship. Get on it. Identify the stages of grief. There's no magic answer to getting over a breakup, but it happens over time and you'll get through it. And number four, healing is not linear. Okay, and that's a wrap. We will talk to you guys next week. All right, see ya.